morning, everybody, and welcome to the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the 17th day of June 2020. It's a Wednesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Hey. Hey, everybody. It's Big J. Hey, everybody. It's me. Big J, habanero season happened yesterday. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, you sat here and you told me you were just going to have the single hop. And then I look at your stories and you went all the way up to the quad? Well, yeah. Well, I kind of got uh, pressured into it. Let's say that's because really what they want you to do is um, rate how hot the peppers are. Because earlier in the season, the less heat that comes with them. Yeah. So uh, the single hop, I mean, was it was nothing, you know, pretty much. And then the double, it didn't get really bad until the quad. So uh, I was like, I was pretty comfortable going into the quad because it wasn't as uh, possibly painful as it normally could have been. Okay. It's a different story when we get to August. And so you handled all of them. Yeah. Any re uh, any revenge? No, not really. Good. No. Good. Good. We all let you know here in a few minutes. Oh, God. Saved it all for you, buddy. What a treat. Uh, you are lucky it's just radio, folks. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> and so, uh, either way, it starts when officially? Next week? Yes. For the good people of Treasure Valley to enjoy some flying pie habanero pizza. Uh, and quad is as high as they go these days, yes? Yeah, it's uh, the quad, though, is just, it's got, you know, obviously it's it's four times the, what the single has, but it also has a ghost pepper sauce on it. Right. Which will leave you with something extra for a while. I mean, it just, it's got that slow burn and, you know, with the, with the quad, you, you've got the burning lips for, you know, a good portion of the day. Were you sweating? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Not all day, but well, just God, that. No. I hope not. That would probably mean. <laughs> it, was a, it was the perfect temperature for me yesterday, so no. Perfect. So, uh, it's coming. Big J enjoyed it yesterday, and then he went home and watched a movie that he will give you a review of a little bit later on in the show. In fact, a little bit later on this hour called Authors Anonymous. We also have some more tickets to the Wild West Beer Brew Fest. Of course, that's a free event that's happening on Saturday at Indian Creek Plaza in Caldwell from 5 until 10 o'clock at night on Saturday. But... If you want to get in on the beer and whiskey tasting, you're going to need some tickets, which we have access to. So if you're 21 or older, you're going to want to keep listening to the show so that we can hook you up with some pretty cool things over the course of it. On top of that, we also try to get somebody qualified for that ex-stuck-at-home stimulus package that is going to be given away on Friday, 740. That's going to happen or thereabouts. So it's a busy Wednesday show. Let's get started with some important stuff. Stuff. Hey, what's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. We are in phase four of the reopening process here in the state of Idaho, which means pretty much everything can reopen that has the ability to do so and would like to do so. Uh, it can uh, retail businesses, bars, all that kind of stuff. It all is ready to go and can reopen if they like. And a lot of places around the U.S. are just starting to hit the reopen spot. But it probably shouldn't surprise you if you are returning to work or you maybe even are going into a place of business over the course of the next couple days or weeks that you have to sign a form that says that, hey, you're feeling all right and you won't sue if you catch the COVID-19 virus. The issue is businesses fear they could be the target of litigation even if they adhere to safety precautions laid out by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and state health officials. However, workers' rights groups say the forms that they force employees to sign 
The rights away, should they get sick, are problematic. Other critics argue that the waivers effectively allow corporations to skirt protocols, like erecting plexiglass barriers, providing face masks and other protective equipment, and keeping people properly social distanced without suffering any repercussions. And so now, already, Big J, there's been about 3,000 lawsuits filed in the United States over COVID-19 infections. I imagine that number will go up unless you sign one of those waivers. So it's all about what you decide to do. And think about that as you enter a business or go someplace or enter your workplace. It's all up to you, Big J. It's all up to you. It makes sense. National Basketball Association, better known as the NBA, uh, told its members yesterday that the players will have until June 24th to tell their teams whether or not they plan to participate in the NBA's return to play plan at Disney World, according to a memo by ESPN. Those who don't will be docked some pay, ESPN said in a separate handbook sent to players. The NBA teams will have to stay at three Disney World hotels, and they will have to stay in Orlando in that bubble for at least three months and will not be able to go anywhere or see anybody other than their teammates in that particular time. So there is some personal freedom that players are giving up. Plenty of players have already said that they're not interested or they feel a little bit uncomfortable with the essentially being locked down in order to play basketball. Some also feel it's just not the right time to play basketball as it might be a distraction as to what else is going on in the world. So you may have an NBA season and teams playing without some of the more popular players on those teams and better players on those teams, which could be a whole other weird dynamic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. What do you mean? Well, it's certainly not the ones that are in contention for the championship. Uh, right, right. I mean, they're, yeah, the, the people that have been vocal right now are, are not really in contention, but they are possibly playoff teams, and so there's that. But, I mean, listen, the NBA is one of those things where you could pretty much – it's a three-team race right now who's winning the NBA championship. Do, 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 do. The rest of them mean nothing. And so the NBA's kind of been like that. Like there's been one or two or three teams that, are, that have a puncher's chance, and the rest are kind of just like, okay, whatever. San Diego's Comic-Con has been tabled due to the coronavirus, so Warner Brothers is going virtual, my friend. The studio is going to kick off something called the DC Fandome, which will stream for free on August 22nd, beginning at 10 o'clock. Peaks at Matt Reeves, The Batman, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, and Wonder Woman 1984 are promised. Now, Wonder Woman 1984 has been pushed to October 2nd after having its release date bumped twice. And Zack Snyder released something about the Snyder Cut being uh, at least a little sneak peek of that being uh, given out on August 22nd as well. So if you, these are all movies that people are very excited for, Big J. I know you're excited for several of them. Yeah. So it's free. Would you mind give it a shot? Maybe. Yeah. Why not, right? And so we'll see how it goes, but uh, it's a pretty cool thing that they're doing. And I mean, I imagine by that point, Wonder Woman 1984 is, is all in the can. It actually probably has been for a while. Wonder Woman! But it will be our first look at things like the Batman and the Suicide Squad as well. So that'll be pretty cool. So mark your calendars, August 22nd. You got a while. There be your said nude song of the day. That is The Offspring and Hammerhead here on 100.3, The X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected a movie to watch and review for you. 
It's Amazon Prime. It is called Authors Anonymous. Big J, please fill us in on the rest. Yeah, it's a movie about uh, a, a well. It's it's in the eyes of a, a docu series, Nick. So it's one of those docu mockumentary types uh, about a, a writers group. Uh, they're they're a bunch of uh, folks. Uh, they get together every Tuesday, Nick, and, and talk about uh, the the books that they're writing and uh, the process of writing. And uh, they have this fun board of all the rejection letters they've received. Mm-hmm. From uh, various publishers, uh, which uh, which is pretty funny. So, um, you know, they're uh, they think in each of one of them, you know, they think that they're the reason that this documentary is happening. Gotcha. Uh, which is funny. You've got a, a great cast of characters here. Uh, you've got Jonathan Banks, Nick. We're familiar with him, very much so. Uh, and one of my favorites, and, and rest in peace, man, Dennis Farina. Uh, he he is fantastic in this. This is one of his last movies, by the way, before he, he passed away. Um, and then, of course, you've got Dylan Walsh and um, Kaylee Kuko. And so Kaylee Kuko's character, she plays this uh, this girl. She's the newest member of this book uh, club and writing club, and she really doesn't know anything about writing and of course she's the one that strikes it big but well she's also you know pretty attractive and so there's that balance of hey what are you doing to get this you know she get, she has an agent she she gets her movie her, the the uh book she's written gets uh and turned into a movie and so uh there's a lot of jealousy there and and just you know uh, a lot of fun also it's a romantic comedy so a couple of the characters are you know uh, one of the guys who who's you know not a very good writer at all, played by Chris Klein. He is really interested in her, and, you know, they start uh, a relationship, so you have that part of it. And is it a good movie? Uh, I mean, you know, there are some funny moments in here, I mean, because you've got people who really think that they're at the top of the food chain, but they aren't. Uh, Dennis Farina, his character in particular, uh, just cracks me up, and and the things that that he was doing, I mean, he was doing a book signing at a hardware store, um, and so there are some things in here that are great, uh, that are fun, but overall, I mean, it was just kind of, eh, you know, it was okay. All right. Not Big J approved? Not approved. Not approved. Oh, man, you talked it up so much. I talked up Dennis Farina. Uh, And Jonathan Banks. Yep, he's not in it quite as much as as he should be. What is her book about? Uh, Do they ever get into it? Yeah, no, not really. No? No, not even the point. They don't even show, like, the movie or anything like that? Or, like, a trailer? Just that it's got, like, it got option for a movie kind of thing? Six figures, Nick. That's the important part. I see. All right. Uh, But it is not Big J approved. Not approved. All right. So, uh, Big J says, don't bother with authors. What year did it come out? 2014. Okay, so it's been a while. Uh, six years old, but it is not worth your time to watch Authors Anonymous on Amazon Prime. Find another movie Unless to you're a Dennis Farina fan, and you're like, I need more Dennis Farina in my life. Well, you're a Dennis Farina fan, and you still didn't approve it. Yeah, but I watched it, so there you go. But you didn't watch it because of Dennis Farina. Right. I'm not out seeking him. I'm just, that's what I'm here to do. Hey, I like Dennis Farina. What movie should I see? Boom, here you go. All right. If you're a Dennis Freena completist, then that is what you want to watch. If you're trying to check off all the boxes. (laughs) (laughs) On the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right, Big J. The Idaho Humane Society is working with police. Why? Uh Oh. They want to find a person who may be taking pets from yards with the intent of harming the animals. You better not harm those animals. In a Facebook post on Tuesday, the nonprofit said they've received reports of somebody taking pets that are left outside their homes as well as purchasing them off Craigslist in order to, quote, harm them outside of the Treasure Valley. 
Now, there's no information yet on where specifically the pets, the pets are being taken from. The Humane Society is urging all pet owners to ensure that currently your pets are being monitored while they're outside. They also strongly discourage people from rehoming pets on Craigslist or social media without doing any kind of due diligence to make sure that their play, their pets are going to a very safe place. A lot easier to do that, on, or a lot more difficult to do that, I should say, on Craigslist and social media than you would think. And so, always make sure you're doing the right thing for the pet and keep an eye on it, maybe. Yeah. If something like this is happening in our backyard, keep an eye on your backyard so that nothing happens to your pet because, I don't know, man, I, I don't... Get this stuff. I think there's a special place in hell for people that do that to animals. Yeah, and it's not okay. So hopefully they figure out who the hell this person is, and no more pets are missing from anybody's backyard for sure. Dale Earnhardt Jr. led this year's NASCAR Hall of Fame class that was announced yesterday. Despite never winning a series championship, Earnhardt, who retired as a full-time Cup driver after the 2017 season, said, "Quote." It's a great feeling knowing that people think I made an impact. I know what my numbers are, and I feel like I was chosen because of that, but also because of the impact I made off the track, being an ambassador for the sport. Joining Earnhardt in the class that's being inducted into the hall in Charlotte, North Carolina, will be Mike Stefanik and Red Farmer, Big J. Any idea who either of those two are? Red Farmer? Yeah, you know Red Farmer. No, I don't. I know either one of those two are. They're both being elected into the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Hey, listen, uh, tip of the cap and way to go to Keanu Reeves. What a good dude. The actor is auctioning off a 15-minute Zoom call to the highest bidder. You get to spend 15 minutes on a Zoom call with Keanu Reeves. All the money raised will go to a local Idaho charity, Big J. Our friends at Camp Rainbow Gold, yeah. man. Uh, it is a great, great charity that we have talked about many times on this very show. Had them in the studio a bunch of times. They provide emotionally empowering experiences to Idaho's children diagnosed with cancer and their families the bidding is going on now through the 22nd which is monday it's already well into the five digits oh. so it's going to cost <laughs> you some cash there goes our uh, bid <laughs> if you want to spend some time with keanu reeves uh which of course is expensive but also as a a personal side note and i think i speak for you as well uh whatever amount of money is raised it could not go to a better place absolutely and thank you again to camp rainbow gold all the volunteers all the people that work there to help make that place as special as it is. It is one that is incredibly important to Jay and I, and it's really cool that I'm not sure how this even came together. I'd love to get Jason in on things and figure out what had happened and how Keanu Reeves got involved with Camp Rainbow Gold, you know? I mean, I imagine maybe it was just an email or get in touch with the representatives, but it's either way, it's cool that he's doing this for an Idaho charity. So, Way to go, Keanu Reeves. Once again, proving uh, he is one of the coolest guys on earth, period. Dot the end. Agree or disagree? Agreed. Well done. You can check it out at Camp Rainbow Gold's site if you want to look at the bids or even possibly make a bid yourself. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Big J, Cambodia is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. Cambodia. Cambodia. Man. And it's good to know that Cambodians are just like us. Uh, You may not have one in your neighborhood, but odds are you've driven around before and you've seen one of those houses. The houses that have, mm, let's say, eclectic outdoor accessories and decorations outside of their house. Yes? Okay, yeah. Either the house is painted with uh, very strange colors or it almost looks like there's a makeshift junkyard happening on the property or there's just weird things sprinkled all over the yard. Now, they may be few and far between, but you certainly run across one or two in your life. Mm -hmm. 
And they have one of those in Cambodia as well. Uh, but one man's yard decor there is a little bit more dangerous, Big J. The unnamed man has decorated his front yard in Cambodia with unexploded and very much live landmines. Whoa. He's got about 30 of the devices mixed in with other junk and vintage munitions hung from a tree and adorned in his front yard. This incredibly lucky man worked as a very much unauthorized deminer in his neighborhood. Uh, it is illegal for civilians to extract landmines from the rice fields and forests around their home, but according to the AP, many villagers will do the work because they want to make a little bit extra money on the side. Which is how apparently this Cambodian man got into the live munitions world and decided to decorate them on his front yard. His luck or skill is undeniable, but he's being scolded by authorities. They did not issue formal punishment for the lawn decor. Why? Uh, they didn't want to go on the property. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why would you, dude? Uh, so, if anything, it shows that at least the HOAs in Cambodia are at least a little bit more lenient than the ones here, Big Jay. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, where does he get them? Well, if you didn't know, there's about four to six million unexploded landmines throughout Cambodia. They're common along the border with Thailand, where the man lived. It's a uh, bunch of relics that are left from the combat in the 80s and 90s between the Cambodian government and the insurgents that tried to start a battle there for well over two decades. Now, landmines are a very deadly reality there in Cambodia. They lead the world in casualty rates from the devices because there's a bunch of people who just don't know that they're there. And it's not good. So, this guy was doing good work, I suppose, you know? Even though it was illegal, you should have some sort of license in order to demine something. But he apparently was good at it and then decided he wanted to showcase his work, I suppose, right? Right. Uh, while very dangerous and certainly not recommended, I don't think it would fly in most places, but Cambodia, a different part of the world. That's probably a good thing to remember as well. Yeah. So, now you know. If you're going to make a trip to Cambodia, just mind your P's and Q's, watch where you step, and also be on the lookout for landmine yard decorations. Hanging from trees, apparently. So you can't step on them. That's the good news, right? But hope so. a... I don't know if a large gust of wind would cause them to bang into each other or something. I mean, this seems like it would be a bad idea. Bad idea. Well, we'll chalk it down as that but unique. There's no doubt about it. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Up next, gospel or total crap? Let's get somebody qualified for the X Stuck at Home Stimulus. It's on the way on the X Rock. Holy crap! Right now on 100.3, the X Rocks. Just a few more days left in the chance for you to qualify for the X Stuck at Home Stimulus. It's a huge package worth well over $2,000 that we're giving away, including a new recliner, a new Marshall Amp mini fridge, uh, one terabyte PS4. It's got some really cool stuff in there that makes your whole living room house wherever you want to go with it. Look really, really good. All the pictures and uh, prize information is up at xrock.com. But in order to get qualified, you need to play a game called Gospel or Total Crap, which we will play right now. So get on the phone, 208-287-1003. It's your chance to qualify. Big J will read a statement. That statement could be a statement of truth. It could also be a statement of total fiction. You have to weigh it in your head. Both are definitely a possibility and decide whether or not it's gospel or total crap. If you are correct, you are qualified. If you are incorrect, you do not. And you have another chance to do it today at 1240 or at 540 with Adam and Jason Drew respectfully. So let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Hey. 
Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? My name's Jake. All right, Jake, you're up. Good luck. Great. Here we go. Hello? Heroin was once used to treat... Heroin was once used to treat children's coughs. Think about that one, Jake. Is that a true statement or a false statement? Gospel or total crap? Uh, I think that's gospel. Right. Is correct. I mean, something like that's got to be so dumb it's real. <laughs> right, right. Uh, <laughs> Bayer Pharmacists, uh, yes, the company that still sells aspirin to this day, marketed heroin as a cough medicine for kids as late as 1912. Uh, I don't know if the heroin worked or not, but certainly not a good idea. Jay, congratulations. <laughs> what happened to those kids? <laughs> They're our grandparents. Congratulations. You that explains are, a lot. are good to go, sir. Hang on one second. We will get all the information and you are in the running for the drawing that's going to happen on Friday evening. Uh, 12 <laughs> 40 today with Jason Drew, 540 this afternoon with Adam. Your next two chances to qualify and play a round of gospel or total crap for this prize package we're going to be giving away. Morning after with Nick and Big J on the way. Some important stuff. Also, your pop culture smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J restaurants and bars across the state and the United States are forced to close or switch to pickup and delivery only during the pandemic, but... Everything is starting to open back up around these parts. And uh, if you remember, uh, even in Idaho, you could grab alcohol to go for a while when the governor signed executive orders that allowed restaurants and bars to serve alcohol with takeout orders and stuff like that. Order up. So now people are starting to go, hey, that's a pretty good business model in a way we were making some decent money. Do you think we could make that permanent? You know, alcohol to go laws could be a thing. As of now, more than 30 states, the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico have implemented emergency measures to allow restaurants and bars to serve cocktails for delivery and takeout. Uh, And so now they're starting to get into the lobbying part of things. The Restaurant Association, the NRA, uh, that's what they're called, the National Restaurant Association, strangely enough. Maybe you could have went with a different, (laughs) you know... Keep them separate. Is uh, is starting to lobby to the governors and government of states to say, hey, listen, in a lot of cases, this is what helped keep these businesses afloat. So maybe, just maybe, it would be a good idea to keep this going. Now, it becomes a lot more complicated in a state like Idaho that has state-run liquor stores than it does in other parts of the country which do not have those restrictions. So my guess is Idaho is going to be a lot more close-minded about this because, you know, at the end of the day, that's a lot of money the state controls. Yeah, but ultimately, you know, they're getting their money one way or another. Whether, uh, you know, I mean, they got the, the purchasing of, of the liquor is going to, you know, it all goes to one place in the end. Right, right. But right now, that money goes directly to the state if they keep the state-run liquor stores being the main process for that. Whereas if the, uh, I don't know, I really don't know. All I know is it's starting to get into the point where people want to make this a permanent thing, and it's going to happen on a state-by-state basis, it looks like. And I'm not sure where Idaho sits, but it does complicate the situation when Idaho does control a big portion of the liquor sales in this state. And so we'll see what ends up happening, but don't be surprised if it becomes a little bit more of a permanent fixture, and we'll see if it becomes very permanent, like written into law here sooner rather than later. Big J, did you get all excited and lathered up when you saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers release photos of Tom Brady in a Bucks uniform? So lathered. Oh, my goodness. He will make his regular season debut at Tampa Bay on September 13th in New Orleans if all goes well. 
And you have various pictures of Tom Brady now on the internet of him wearing number 12 in a Bucks jersey, him screaming at people, uh, presumably off camera, as well as pointing at his head, Big J. As if to say, keep your mind in the game. Will you follow his instructions? Yes. Tom Brady will lead you? I will follow your instructions. (laughs) So we will see. But if you want to get a sneak peek of what Tom Brady's going to look like, the pictures are now online. What a treat. Hey, the uh, 2020 72nd Annual Primetime Emmy Awards are moving ahead as scheduled on September 20th, and Jimmy Kimmel's going to be the host. It's unclear if the broadcast will include an in-person audience or if the show will be virtual. Either way, uh, this year's expected to be very, very different. In a statement, Kimmel said, quote, I don't know where we will do this or how we will do this or even why we're doing this, but we are doing it and I'm hosting it. Uh, the Jimmy Kimmel Live ser- host will also serve as an executive producer. So the question then becomes, if you don't know why or how, then you're not a very good producer, I guess. He did previously host the 64th and 68th version, so it seems like every four years he is the host of the Emmy Awards. Hmm? Additional details will be announced soon. The show is set to air on September 20th on ABC. Last year, the Emmys experimented without a host with mixed results, and they did not want to do that again, and so they decided to bring back Jimmy Kimmel. So that is what's going to happen. As, of course, you know, unlike the Oscars, TV really hasn't been interrupted as of yet. You know, it will it will cause an issue in production down the road, but the 2020 shows have kind of been airing as scheduled, so the Emmy Awards, I guess, can keep on their schedule if they want to. It's just about putting together a telecast at this point that makes sense and people want to watch, which is still a chore in the awards world. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we have real tickets to give away for a real event. The Wild West Brewfest is happening at India. Creek, Indian Creek Plaza in Caldwell. That's happening Saturday. Starts off at 5 p.m. We'll be doing a live broadcast out there, so you can come out and uh, say hi. Uh, that's been it's, it's been a while since so we've been able to do that. And you can get to be 21 years or older to win this because you will be winning uh, a free flight of tastings from all of the the brewers there at the. Wild West Brewfest. Yep, uh, and they've got uh, beer, they got whiskey tasting there. It's going to be a good time. It's happening, and it's all going down on Saturday. So why don't you get on the phone? And me in a cowboy hat. 208-287-1003. Did you find one? Uh, no, but I'm getting it today. I'm going to go today, man. Where are you going? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say unless they pay advertising money to do so, you see. You're not going to say where you're going to purchase something? no. no. All right. Is it a cowboy hat store, uh, or just a place no, that happens to not, sell cowboy hats? There are they do sell cow. They do sell other things. Most places do. There, there's not one. They're pretty expensive, aren't they? They can be, yeah. But are you going to go big? Like oh, are you going to buy an expensive cowboy hat? I really should, shouldn't I? I don't think so. No, I, I don't think you should buy a, a hat that you will wear maybe twice and spend That's, a ridiculous. You think I only may, may wear it twice? Well, you'll feel obligated now because we've talked about it. But my point is, I don't think you'd wear it a whole bunch. Uh, you're not exactly a cowboy hat kind of guy. Mm-hmm. 208-287-1003. If you want to play Pop Culture Smackdown, let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Hello, The X. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, what's your name? Jackie. All right, Jackie, you're up first. MacGruber was a parody sketch on SNL turned into a movie starring Will Forte. What TV show was it a parody of? MacGyver. Right. MacGyver is correct. Nick, this stand-up comedian and actor starred alongside of Treat Williams in the 80s smash hit Dead Heat. I don't think I've ever seen it. Yes, you have. Dead Heat? Yes. How we, do you know I've seen it? Because we've had conversations about who wrote the movie. 
Uh, oh, it was uh, okay. Uh, give me the, the the question again. This stand-up comedian and actor starred alongside of Treat Williams in the '80s smash hit "Dead Heat." Joe Piscopo. There you go. See, right. I shouldn't have given you any information. <laughs> you jerk. Uh, Van Halen has had three singers. This one, also known as the Red Rocker. Right. That is correct. Uh, let's see, Nick. What modern day item made a cameo in the final season of Game of Thrones? Uh, a coffee cup. Yes, I'll take right. that. Starbucks cup, cup to be uh, exact. Which tech entrepreneur named his son XAEA12? Elon Musk. Right. That is correct. What is the name of Quint's shark hunting boat in the movie Jaws? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know if I know that one. It's been so long since I've seen it, I don't remember yeah, what a, it's called. It's a good one. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the Shark Buster. Wrong. <laughs> I can't even take a guess. The Orca. The Orca. Right. Orca. Congratulations, Jackie. You've got tickets to the Wild West Brewfest coming up on Saturday at Indian Creek Plaza. Got some tastings coming your way. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from me. Make sure you're all set with that. We'll do a run of headlines. That is happening next on the X Rocks. Headlines are brought to you by another Half Price Friday happening this Friday, 9 o'clock, at a website you're familiar with, I hope. It's called xrock.com. Half day of rafting at the Payette River Company for just $31.50. Usually it's $63. But that's why we call it Half Price Friday, Big J. Maybe you don't get it. And so you can check it out for yourself. Half of the regular price. That's what that means. Trip starts at 4.30, wraps up at 7. It's pretty cool. Check out xrack.com for more details. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Welcome back. You happy to see me or not interested? You happy to see me? A Florida man is accused of shoving seven bottles of wine down his pants and stealing them. <laughs> what? Police from How Leak. did they not fall out? I don't know. Police from Lee County, Florida, say the man stole the bottles from a total wine store during three separate trips. The wines have a total value of $794, man. He's not messing around. He's grabbing wow. the $100 bottles of wine. He's a smolier. Anyone <laughs> with information about the suspect or the crime is asked to contact Crime Stoppers at 1-800-780-TIPS. But you don't, that's what a smolier is, right? An expert in wines. I I know, it just made me laugh that you made that reference, that's all. It was very good that you pulled I used it up. Because I used a big word? Oh, you, <laughs> used you son it, of a bitch. You used it correctly and very quickly. I, I thought maybe you would get it confused with somebody that could mix and match something else, but you were right on top of it. Good job, buddy. That's my lucky day. <laughs> Welcome back or not interested? Not interested. This restaurant isn't haunted, it's just social distancing. Restaurants across the country, of course, are starting to reopen. Many have to make sure the customers still stay a safe distance from each other, and businesses are handling that in various ways. We've highlighted many of them, but where's one restaurant that's filling empty seats with ghosts, Big J? Tattoria de Luigi in Royal Oak, Michigan, is an Italian uh, restaurant that's making sure customers hey. don't sit in a dining room full of empty seats. Owner Luigi Cataro credits his wife with coming up with the idea. While the restaurant could have just removed tables to keep customers apart, he wasn't a fan of that idea, but apparently his wife was like, why don't we just put a bunch of ghosts in place where people can't sit? So they did. They draped a bunch of balls and balloons and put some white sheets over them and put them in the seats. He said that the ghosts had been met with a very positive response. He says it's put some smiles on people's faces for after three terrible months. 
According to him, the idea was inspired by a trip to the city's downtown area during the lockdown, where the whole family said the city looked like, Big J, a ghost town. Get it? Ah. Huh? Ah. I don't want to eat next to a bunch of ghosts, though, I'll tell you that. Are you scared? Yeah, sure. Are you, what if one of them attaches themselves to you and you follow you home? That's how I, that stuff works. I ain't afraid of no ghost. I get it. I understand what you're saying. We'll wrap up with Welcome Back. And these store owners really can't catch a break. The Sports Direct store in England reopened to the public on Monday for the first time since closing because of the pandemic months ago. But it didn't stay open long because they discovered a bunch of snakes inside. Apparently, a family of serpents caused the store to close again for another few hours while people took care of them. Witnesses say a local veterinarian was summoned to the scene and able to capture the snakes and take it away. They were Honduran milk snakes, Big J. What? Which means they're not poisonous. They but spit out milk? Nobody. I don't think they spit out milk, no. But uh, nobody wanted to shop at the sports store with a bunch of snakes around, so they had to adapt and overcome. You understand? Right. And that's not a very nice welcome back. I guess, you know, if you close down a place for months, who knows what's going to happen? Wildlife. The snakes move right in. Set up shops inside and are ready to go. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's your headlines. You're up to date on all you need to know. Never be the same again. This is Corn, and can you hear me here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks? It is the Morning After, and of course, we also have a chance to tell stories, and uh, I have a very good Big J story that I heard yesterday as I was talking to a friend, and we're going to leave out the uh, the place of business for reasons that will become pretty clear a little bit later on, but it all revolves, I mean, it's basically an all-day story, and this is, it's a good kind of example of how Big With J- this person, it's always an all-day story. <laughs> how how Big J works. And so we'll take you to the morning show. And this is last week sometime. And uh, we're off the air. And you're talking to me about how amazing this place that is that has poutine. And how much of a fan of poutine you are. And that I should try it. And then I go on to explain to you. Not even that big of a fan of poutine in general. Just, but this particular poutine yeah, is yeah. amazing. And I explained to you that I'm not a fan of brown gravy. And therefore, I don't like poutine while I like everything else involved. Uh, the gravy is just not something that I enjoy on top of it. Which uh, you proceed to call me a bunch of names. And Well, I, I remind you that, listen, uh, you know, I've shown you some good gravies. I know, but I, I like sausage gravy. There's a difference to me between sausage gravy and brown gravy. I just don't. I'm not be a big fan and so uh and then uh and then this friend apparently you had talked to him about it and uh informed you that the place that you're a fan of is now delivering the poutine to which you call him a bunch of names and say you should not order this stuff and have it delivered to you because you'd be stupid to do so because it is best fresh and fresh made and it's the only way to eat it uh, and then you proceed. You're a lot of insults in the uh, well. In the stream. Uh, you uh, you proceed then to uh, text him. The next text is your order of DoorDash of this stuff to be delivered to you because obviously you talking to me about it and then to him about it has made this a craving that you cannot pass up. And so you've decided that you're not going to go get it fresh, but you're going to have it delivered to you because you have to have this poutine now. And then tell everybody what happens next. Uh, so it gets here and, uh, and I'm like, oh no, there's no gravy on it. It doesn't have gravy. And I'm like, God. So I sent a picture, uh, of the, of gravyless poutine to, to said friend. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and, uh, of course you then eat it anyway, correct? 
Oh yeah, I was hungry. I mean, it was still good. It was there's still all kinds of stuff on top of it. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that was that was unfortunate, man. <laughs> and so, uh, but I hope this this demonstrates a good quality of Big J because it really is uh, you in a nutshell. It is you uh, just you know insulting somebody for giving you an idea. Yeah, that you I, there's then no you insults do. here. I don't know what he oh, showed really? you. Oh, yeah. he didn't show me anything. He just said that he he said that, he, that you called him dumb for insinuating that you would get it delivered. And and so uh, and so you said no. You have to have it fresh. What what did you say exactly? Uh, did you say that you would never order? You shouldn't order it maybe, delivered. Well, hold on. Let me see. Maybe I did insult them. <laughs> now you well, got- because there's multiple different <laughs> avenues of speaking to said person. <laughs> uh, and so in, in the text form, there's no insults. It's okay. just a picture. All right. Um, but it may have been over email. Uh, but yeah, I, I may have. I don't know. Does it sound like you? Did you? Do you remember telling him that you would not have it delivered and that that would not be the way to go for it? Uh, I was just saying it'd be better fresh. Okay. Okay. So maybe there was no insults there. Maybe it was lathered on. But it, it, it again, it is very big J to say you shouldn't do it. That's yes. not what you do. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I would I would cop to that for sure. And then you then immediately the next thing but you do. But on the is other order. hand, I wanted to give it a try. I wanted sure. to support this business yes. and the DoorDash thing. And I'm like, you know, where I ordered it's from is not that far. Uh, the delivery process was fast. I mean, it was it was very warm and fresh. Now I had to go warm it up. No, it just was missing the gravy. And so here's another thing I did. Uh, I'm not going to complain and be like, I want my money back, because that's not how I am. But I wanted to, to educate them and let them know, hey, you know, you screw this order up and for future orders with people, because, you know, in the world of uh, the delivery food, like the delivery people get blamed a lot for the mistakes that get made. And, right. You know, I just don't want that to be the case. It was like right when they opened. So maybe the gravy wasn't ready. I don't know. I just sent them a message and said, hey, listen, uh, the gravy didn't make it out of my poutine. Just wanted to let you know future references. And then they want to try to give you something. And I'm like, no, I don't want anything. Uh, oh, you didn't even take the uh, the try to make it better? No. Right. I was like, leave me alone. <laughs> Are you upset at them? Yes. Are you going to order the poutine again? Yes. Maybe today? No, not now. But we'll, maybe. We'll see. Morning I'll after. never do it again. <laughs> Five minutes later, here it is. Morning After with Nick, Ed, Big J. Your bad impressions are next on the X-Rock. After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and we got tickets and an event happening here this weekend, Saturday at 5 o'clock out at the Indian Creek Plaza in Caldwell. Downtown beautiful Caldwell is the Wild West Brew Fest. Going to be a bunch of uh, breweries out there doing the tasting. There's going to be uh, all kinds of contests, beard and mustache contests, live music. So we're going to have some fun. We will get you a pair of uh, tickets for that, uh, for the beer tasting anyways. It's free to everybody who attend. i got to be 21 or older here to win these, and we'll get you set up if you can figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003. A listener recently equated this very segment to a modern-day Paul Harvey with you, Big J. Yeah, and I'm like, ooh, that's high praise. Like, I don't think that's a, a, a really good example but if you want to play get on the phone 208-287-1003 i do believe i appreciate it i can see the parallels well maybe not as in depth it certainly is about maybe giving people more information about a story they may not be familiar sure sure the rest of the story there you have it i don't have to pay paul harvey money let's go to the phone i said that i'm sorry good morning the x good morning how are you we're hanging in there man what's your name morgan all right morgan you're up first good luck my favorite drink was jack daniels and coke 
Okay, next one. It's time to play the game. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin? Nope. I was the front man for Motorhead. And bass oh, player. Oh, let me. Lemmy. Lemmy from Motorhead Rest is... Rest in power, brother. Right. Hang on one second, Morgan. We'll hook you up with those passes for the Wild West Brew Fest. Why is Lemmy Kilmeister in the news? This is pretty exciting news. There's been plans for a biopic for a while now uh, and uh, of Lemmy Kilmeister, and uh, they are uh, continuing on. Deadline's reporting that the film, uh, titled simply Lemmy, will be directed by Greg Oliver from a screenplay he co-wrote with uh, uh, Median Griffs. Uh, uh, Motorhead's manager and Todd uh, Singerman and Stephanie uh, Chalasi, uh, they're listed as the executive producer. So they've been doing this for uh, a while here. They did a documentary in 2010. Which is great. Did you ever see it? No, I haven't it's seen great. it. Uh, it's great. And the, the new biopic will encompass his entire life, including his childhood in Stoke-on-Trent and his time as a roadie for Jimi Hendrix. Uh, so going to be very in-depth, uh, though there's no word on who would play Lemmy here uh, but they're taking their time and they're going to make sure that this is right because they wanted to represent everything Lemmy was quote everything you heard about Lemmy is probably true not because he was embracing rock and roll cliches but because he was creating them Oliver explained so the Marlboro Reds and Jack Daniels for breakfast speed for dinner are all true but behind that steely eyed facade of a facade of rock and roll was a compelling complicated and lion hearted man who stayed the course uh, so that would be one hell of a movie uh will you watch it yeah you should go and watch that documentary it's got to be streaming somewhere you would really like it it's very good yeah i'll go check it out i know you hate documentaries but you might like that one i don't hate documentaries morning after with nick and big j we will wrap up the show here next on the x rock Kill Switch Engage. I can't be the only one here on 100.3 The X Rocks. Morning after with Nick and Big J. That's how we're going to wrap things up today. We learned Big J loves his poutine. Loves it with gravy, though. Got to have that. And as much as he loves Dennis Farina, he can't love Authors Anonymous, the movie that he had to watch for streaming dumbass. So he does not recommend that to you either. We did end up qualifying somebody for the X's Stuck at Home stimulus package, courtesy of Gospel or Total Crap this morning, too. Two more chances to qualify. On that today, 1240, Jason Drew, 540, Adam. So plenty more chances for you to get in before we give this thing away on Friday. We would like it to be to you. So why don't you listen and at least try to play? That'd be fun for sure. A reminder, got a big event happening this weekend. The Indian Creek Plaza is hoping the, hosting the Wild West Brew Fest on Saturday. 5 to 10 p.m. it's going on. The X is going to be out there for 5 to 7 broadcast live. This brew fest is to free to attend and open to all ages. And they've got tasting tickets available for purchase. So check it out for yourself. Indian Creek Plaza is in downtown Caldwell. And again, it's happening Saturday, 5 to 10 p.m. So that wraps up the Wednesday show. Big J, you have the floor. Yeah, it's uh, sad. Not that it really counts around here, but uh, I know that uh, Randy's a big fan of the 7-Eleven Slurpee. Uh, that 7-Eleven's free Slurpee day has been canceled. Rest in peace. Because of the uh, virus? Yep. They just didn't want a bunch of people Another, coming in? Pretty Put, much. Putting their greasy, uh, grody hands all over their, uh, all their over Slurpee that, machines? That, that uh, looks like a, a slot machine handle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, uh, it's interesting. We found out that you and I have never had one. You're not a fan of them in general. No, I've had a Slurpee. I don't like them. Right. Well, you, oh, well did it, was it a Slurpee that you had? Yeah. Or was it an Icy that you had someplace no, else? No, no, no. We, we used to have 7 I know, man. I know they did, but I didn't know if it was a Slurpee that you had. No, it was always uh, the, the, the red Slurpee flavor. Uh, but you've had multiple then? Just to not yeah. had any that you've liked? You continue to drink something you didn't like? I was a kid, man. Okay. I was a kid. You didn't even like... Well, did you like him as a kid? Yeah. Okay. Well, who well, didn't? Who wouldn't like a Slurpee? You just told me I don't like Slurpees. That as made, an adult, 
That implies person. that you've never liked Slurpees. I don't know about that. Uh, but either way, uh, I, I have never had one. I've never walked into a 7-Eleven. I don't know what the difference between a Slurpee and an Icy. To me, they seem like the exact I same thing. I think they're the same thing. They're just differently branded. Makes sense to me. Uh, but for some reason, people are very loyal to the Slurpee thing. When they know that Icy's are fairly readily available wherever they go. In any well, convenience well, store. And in a lot of ways, I think uh, 7-Eleven, they were the first. Like the, the concoction of the the icy and the and the fruity stuff in there is, is was like the first version of that. So that's why a lot of people. But even if we had them, which we don't here at the Treasure Valley, you could not get them for free this year. That's accurate. Be back maybe next year. We'll be back tomorrow for sure. Jason Drew is up maybe. next. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. <laughs>